Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest, Ashley Woods, is an author, aspiring motivational teacher and mentor. Ashley is a veteran of the United States Army and National Guard Reserve. She served for five years from 2002 to 2007. Diagnosed with PTSD in 2012, Ashley has faced many obstacles in her life, including multiple breakdowns and two suicide attempts. Equipped with an effective management technique for her PTSD, Ashley now dedicates her time as a mental illness advocate, supporting millions of people that battle with the effects of various mental disorders every day and inspiring and encouraging others to overcome and thrive. Ashley is living proof that your illness does not have to define your path in life. She is on the show to talk about the overcoming the odds. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Ashley Woods. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. First of all, you know, explain to me what exactly is PTSD? Okay. PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. And a lot of people get it misconstrued and think that it's um, military driven. Right. And it's not. Anything that happened um, in your life that causes you to have um, trauma and it makes you, and you can have triggers behind it. Uh, put you in a depressed state of mind, and it's it is it, different um, depending on the person. So how it might affect me, like with me, my one of my triggers is bats. Why bats is a trigger for me because that's what my sister had tried to use to kill me when I was little, mm-hmm. when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. So I have a with bats, like you know, I have a um thing with bats. So it's just a uh, it's triggered by terrifying events. So it could be somebody who got raped, molested, assaulted, um, or they seen somebody in their house, you know, get abused. It's different layers. Whatever's traumatic to that person, it can trigger off different emotions that cause people to go in and out of slumps and suffer severe anxiety, nightmares, and also it just, it takes over your mind. Right. The first time I became aware, I heard the term PTSD was Vietnam veterans. And so that's why, you know, I guess you say, Rashawn, it's not just tied to military. It's tied to everyday life. It's tied to dramatic, physical, mental, uh, catastrophic engagements in your life that can cause you to be depressed. And it can lead to, uh, you know, relationship ruining relationships, uh, potential leading you to commit suicide, causing you stress at your job and not functioning properly. That's what PTSD can do. And I brought you on the show to just to like let people know that it is not tied to one lane of, of opportunity that you can become a victim of PTSD. Now, how were you diagnosed? Because like I said, you served in the military and I'm not trying to put up two and two together, but you United States Army and National Guard Reserve. Now, 
What is the difference between the two? You have the United States Army and National Guard Reserve. Please tell us the difference between the two. Uh, well, the National Guard Reserve, that's not full-time Army. So I was able, when I first signed up, because I was a little scared of um, being away from home. Mm-hmm. So it was like I go to basic training, then I come back to a station in Philadelphia, which mine was on Southampton Road up the boulevard mm-hmm. at um, 328 Maintenance Company. So I did weekend drills, and then two weeks out of the year, I did drills. We're basically on standby in case anything happens. But in between time, we train, we still retool, we still, you know, do our PT tests and that everything. Now, I got tired of that. I didn't feel like I was maximizing um, my strength. So I wanted to go active. So when I'm in a regular United States active army, I'm full time. It's not everyday life. And now I'm stationed on a military installation and I'm, you know, I'm tied to a different, and I was stationed at Fort Benning in Columbus, um, Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, before I had to get out due to, um, medical. So I'm, I'm a vet, you know, I'm a disabled veteran. I, they found out I had heart conditions, so I had to get out, but my diagnosis came probably five years after I got out because I got out in 2007 and once I started going to therapy and counseling they showed that my trauma started when I was six years old right and I started to go to the military to run from my problems within my household and it kind of added to my problems and that's why I try to stress to people sometimes we think that you know changing the city or state that you're in or you know, trying to shut off your your past without dealing with it is going to make life better. And it, it didn't for me. So it actually added on to all the issues that I had because I dealt with challenges in the military. You know, being a female, being a mechanic, um, we still went through the certain things of, you know, racism, equality, and all that things of that nature. You wouldn't think that you would go through stuff like that. But it happens everywhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now you're in the military, uh, you're an author, an entrepreneur. Did anything that you, did the military, uh, what impact did it have on you as an author? What impact did it have on you as an entrepreneur? Um, the military impact, well, I'm always grateful for the military because it opened my eyes to not only see different parts of the world, but just understanding people are, different aspects of their life, different backgrounds, different nationalities. Um, writing became a coping mechanism because I wasn't good at communicating my feelings. Right. When I tried to communicate my feelings when I was younger to my parents, when bad things were happening to me, it fell on deaf ears because in those times, we didn't talk about mental health. So they just swept things under the rug. So writing became the only way I can live out how I felt because I would just get angry, I'd get watery, and I don't feel like, you know, I can relay my message verbally. So writing became the way I was able to let off some steam. And I've always been good at writing and putting together things. But the book thing, I don't know how it came about when I was a contractor and I was out Afghanistan, uh, I was like real nervous because we were getting bombed a lot. And I just, I started writing and that's when my first book, Alphabet Dreams came about. 
and I wrote that and I started liking it and I just kept going. <laughs> right. You found a passion. You found your passion. You found your gift. Yeah. Because uh, like I said, in the in the moment of fear, you you were able to become creative. And that became a positive thing for you. I'm talking to Ashley Wood. She's an author, an aspiring motivational teacher and a mentor to many people. She served the uh, United States Army and Air National Guard Reserve from 2002 to 2007. She was diagnosed with PTSD in 2012. And right off the box, she just let us know PTSD is not a military uh, problem. It's a problem that whenever you're involved in anything traumatic, whether it can be an injury, you, it can be an accident, it can be a moment in your childhood that you still flashback with something that appears that, that makes a, a negative reaction in your life so defining. Could be child abuse, could be molestation, could be rape, can be anything that really just triggers you into a very negative state immediately. That's what PTSD can do you. It just throws you. It doesn't have to be a physical force on you. It's a mental challenge to your mental psyche can paralyze people, can emotionally traumatize people, can make them break down and can make them suicidal. When you go to that state of suicide, what what, what takes a person there? And I'm not trying to be uh, insensitive when I say that. I'm just saying, but it, it has to be a degree of helplessness or hopelessness to go to a state of considering suicide, correct, Ashley? Yeah, and what takes a person there is is different. Mm -hmm. um, for myself, um, I did feel hopelessness. I didn't feel like, I basically feel like how these young children, when they commit suicide and do things, they kind of feel like, for me, I think the kids feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Right. They can't see the tunnel. They're getting bullied at school, and they're like in fourth or fifth grade, and they're thinking like, I gotta go through how many years of this? Is this ever gonna stop? I wanna end things. And so in my life, I came to a night where I just thought that it's not gonna get no better. I, I can't escape these feelings because I didn't know. I was uh, so ashamed to admit that I had, you know, some type of mental illness issue that I didn't have a way of coping with it. And so, because I didn't know how to cope and I didn't try to get treatment, I was trying to hide it when all emotions came at once and I just didn't know how to handle things across the board. I did feel hopeless. I felt like, because a lot of pain and trauma came from the hands of my own parents. And, it, you know, and a lot of it wasn't, it wasn't physical abuse. It was just, you know, mental, you know, neglect. Right. Not hearing me when I was you that, hey, I have a cousin, uncle that keeps trying to have sex with me. I'm only 12 years old and I'm constantly, I'm constantly having to be around this person that's trying to do bad things to me. Mm -hmm. they push the so when I got to a point where I just, I just felt like it would be better if I'm not here because me being here, it seemed like I'm a burden. I'm a problem. I can't do good enough. And I just didn't love myself enough to understand that even if certain people didn't value me being here or didn't understand my worth, that somebody else out here would. And so thank God I started getting treatment and I was unsuccessful in that suicide attempt because I know, you know, what I might not get from somebody else, I'll get from another person. And that's the thing people surround us is who you surround yourself with. Cause some people might not get you and they might be in your very own home that won't get you, but it don't mean give up. 
there's other people out there that go through the same problems, even worse, and that you can lean on too. And so once I started just going to counseling and and therapy, I got better in understanding that something don't work out my way or I'm feeling this emotion, how to handle it differently so I won't get into that bad space. Well, that bad. And I, I'm going to just tell you, I've been in that bad state, you know, because of the fact that um, there is a, uh, I'm in a high pressure business. I'm always expected uh, not to fail because the people depend on me. And that can take you into that state of uh, being boxed in because you don't know who to turn to sometimes because you don't admit, you don't want to admit what you don't know because sometimes that can be considered a sign of weakness. And it can be, can, right. people, can, people can start doubting you, especially when you consider a leader. And the responsibility of being a leader can be very lonely a lot of times because a lot of times you have to make decisions based on what people expect of you. And when I hear you talk like my what calms me I, on my property, I bought a property and had a little lake in back. And actually, it, I, just the rippling of the water calms me down, it brings my whole personality down. And so it, it, it makes me relaxed. And so. That's what you're talking about as well. Finding places that can take you in a positive state when you are suffering these uh, dramatic rushes that can become crippling. Like I'm just telling you, some of these attacks that can hit you, some people call them panic attacks. Some people call them physical, jar, mental assaults. But they're all formulated from some basis of a drama that has happened or trauma that has happened in your life. And now you are playing it out and you can't always control it. So that helps me from, from going to the next level to be calm. Cause I can always tell when, it, when that moment is getting a little bit too big for me and I go, wow. Okay. You know, it's not watching uh, another Marvel movie. It's not watching uh food uh, on the cooking channel. I just got to go and let my mind just see simple things. How do, how do you, how do you cope with it, Ashley? Um, I cope with being able to, I'm, I'm hit, like what I'm doing now, being able to help other people. Right. Helps because I'm still struggling with certain battles. I don't want people to think I got it all together. I'm piecing it together. I'm doing better. And I wake up just trying to win the day. Mm-hmm. Not overall. I don't try to think too far ahead. I just try to win the day. But when I'm able to talk to people and people like, yo, I, I needed to hear that, that it makes me keep going. I didn't ask to try to be the face of mental health. I just, I'm just serving my purpose that God placed upon me. And he said, hey, listen, I think you got a voice and you got a story that people going to listen to and they're going to connect with. And they're going to respond to you because sometimes people don't respond to people. They just come in there with a suit and tie and say, hey, you can do this. You can turn out like me. And I'm just showing people, listen, I'm where you at. I might be doing a little better than you might be doing, but let me get you there. And what you do, what you're doing, you might can help me get to other places myself. So I'm just bringing I just want to bring people along on my journey and let's all help each other out. So me being able to talk to you and your listeners might, somebody might be feeling the same way. I'm doing my job and it's helping me when I help other people because I always used to think that I was alone and now I don't think that no more. Right. Uh, and I agree with you. I'm just letting you know that that from a standpoint of I'm one of these people, you know, my, my, my triggers are tied to, you know, people expectations, I guess. 
uh, not being able to show weakness. Maybe I maybe I'm just taking it upon myself to say I can't show a weakness and I can probably show it and just everybody's cool with it. But I do know when you lead and you're at a high level, then people will look at you differently if you admit flaws. And they would, once they start questioning you based on that flaw, then it can lead to other things. And so what gets me is, uh, like I want to just emphasize to you, if you ever come down to the Atlanta area, please, uh, I'm going to give you my number. And come by my come by my backyard, Ashley. We, we, we just sit out there and look at the water a little bit. And I got some a reeling rod. I don't know if you've ever fished. You know, when you catch the fish, we throw it back in the water. So, you know, it's just, a, it's, just, it's just fun and relaxing. And I think that that's what I'm just offering to you is that, you know, these, these interviews are great, but just finding that, that moment where you can just control it because these interviews don't happen all the time. Like I said, I just know that if if it's, if it's going left for me too much, I just walk in my backyard. I don't, the cable don't have to be working. I don't have to have a I don't have to open the refrigerator. That backyard is there. I, I can walk out there if it's raining. I can walk out there if it's snowing. I can walk out there. And so that's what helps me. And so if you ever get to the Atlanta area, you come on down to Rashawn's property, okay? But Mr. McDonald, let me tell you something. There's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. It's not weak. It's human. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of responsibilities. And I know you have high, expecta- high expectations of yourself. And sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves you know, that we put our own selves in the corner. Mm-hmm. But I'm here to do that. It's okay. You're doing great. And you have to know that. And it's okay if people understand, like, people got to understand. Mistakes is going to happen. Right. Because we learn from those. We become better because of mistakes. We become better. Sometimes we think everything is, oh, I can't take a loss. I can't make a mistake. That's how we become a better version of us. Right. So I'm telling you, it's okay to be vulnerable. Well, I, I you know, I, I, I 100% agree with you, you know, and I, and that's why, um, but it's hard to lock it into this old brain. Okay. To just show a sign <laughs> of weakness. I, that, that's why I have honest conversations on my show because of the fact that I bring, I consider you an expert and in the process of being an expert, I'm able to have honest conversations and, and allow myself to be challenged because I love I loved your tone and voice. You stepped up, you know, a little bit extra levels. Richard, hold up now. It's all right now. You almost went into uh, preacher mode on me there. And I was like, that's my girl. Ashley stepped up on me, girl. Wow. And, uh, and, I, and I love it. So here's a question that I wanted to bring to you. Why do you think it's so important to encourage and uplift people, especially young people? That's the key in this conversation, through words. Is this type of encouragement something you felt you didn't receive growing up, that type of encouragement? Because I always tell people, you know, I have a daughter. You know, she's 24 now. And I can remember all she she was was just a blank slate and if i said something jarring to her then she reacted physically almost stunned so how important it is to have a positive lifestyle towards young people as they as they ascend into adulthood it's very important words carry power and people can hold on to words sometimes when people get physically abused sometimes them scars can go away and sometimes words, you know, them words can be internal scars mm-hmm. within your, your heart. And just kids got to, you know, when I wrote I Matter, I wrote it in the base of what I wanted to hear, what I needed to hear when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. That I met, that I deserve, you know, 
you know, I deserve to be treated good. I deserve to be loved and I am worthy. And these kids need to understand, that, especially in the times that we're dealing with today. Um, we got to push and challenge our children, but we also got to let them know their love and they need to appreciate being themselves because so many children are aspiring to look and be like someone else that they're not even living in their own skin. They're living for other people. And so that's why we have to encourage them to be positive that you have something special about you. You right. got to bring it out. Because a lot of kids, they're, they're trying to just, they don't, they don't, I want to be this person. I want to be this person. No, be you and just be the best version of you. And people are going to love you. And I Matter, which is a is an interactive, is it animation? Is it animated type book? Yeah, um, it's, it's, color, it's a color book. I didn't say it's animated, but it's okay. an interactive book. So they can write in it. Right. And they can change because their life can change. They can grow. It's like I have something that says, I'm going to be the next. You know, say, you know, politician, president, lawyer, doctor. It can always change. So they can always erase it and change because your dreams can change or, you know, your goals can change. So I made it interactive where they can write in it. I put a pledge in there, something that they can go by, something that like, you know, this is my mission statement. This is my pledge. This is who I am. You know, when I when I see a book like this and I see and I'm talking to you and the whole process is that, OK, you have an idea. Correct, Ashley. And then this idea has to be sold to somebody and convinced that this has value, you know, and that tells me you have a unique talent because a lot of people want to do what you do. They just start doing it at the level that you're doing it. What's the ultimate ultimate plan? Because you're, you're a very good talker. You know, you your your passion. You have motivation and you want to mentor individuals to be successful or to come out of those lanes of darkness with a plan. What is your plan when you talk to people about going to the next step, Ashley Woods? I'm talking to Ashley Woods, uh, her book, I Matter, which is just released book, new book, which is an interactive book of affirmations for the youth, utilizing the alphabet, explores positive words that uplift and encourage all readers. I Matter allows you to customize the confirmation and reinforce to our youth how great they are. Wow. You make me understand that there are more Ashleys needed in this world, Ms. Woods. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's that so good to hear that. It really do. And um and that's the thing when, when people say things like that, it drives me. It wants me to feed and give back more. And the plan is just to have people that don't know, you know, don't know their worth or value or don't feel like you know, their life is not amounting up to anything that it can. You can always change the story. You can change your story. You just got to believe in yourself and you got to put yourself around, you know, positive people. You got to you gotta focus. It's, it's, it's hard. It's easier said than done. But um, the goal is when I speak to people, whether they feel like they, they should be diagnosed or not, if they have a better understanding of mental health, that they don't judge, they don't stigmatize, they don't look down on people, they don't look down on themselves. And you don't have to understand everybody's story and past, but just least respect it. That's how we want respect when it comes to equality and racism. I, you know, people dealing with mental health issues want that same respect as well. Well, you know, during the pandemic, we had a lot of isolation, a lot of things you wanted to do, you couldn't do. Country was shut down for two months. How did that 
how did you deal with that? And how did the people that you mentored along the way to stay positive deal with this whole pandemic that's ongoing? Civil rest is ongoing. Uh, the economy is fractured. Where are you at mentally and the people you're trying to support at mentally during this really uh, period of unrest emotionally, physically, financially, and uh, health-wise? Well, that's why I wrote I Matter, and that's where it came out during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to people through um, social media, whether it was like Facebook Messenger or within a DM. You know, I post up funny stuff on my page. And I just made myself accessible to people. I always told people, if you need to talk to me, if you want to vent, I'm here. And that's the most you could, you know, you could do. And I try to, you know, stay busy during the pandemic because too much time on your hands sometimes not <laughs> can't be good for some of us. So I also try to stay busy and I always try to just stay ready for whatever was going to come, you know, come my way. And I paid attention to what was going on in the news. And um, I also became you know, engaged in the movement of George Floyd uh, and the Breonna Teller. And, you know, I just learned. I read a lot more. And I just encourage people to, a lot of people, you know, with everything was going on, some people, we got some millionaires that's going to come out of this pandemic because they, they dig deep down and found some hustle to make it and provide for their family. So, it, the country's going through difficult times, but I think some people, when it's all said and done, is going to really come out on top. But for me, I wrote and I spread love, you know, and that's that's the best thing that I can do. Spread love, be positive and write. Ashley, your new book, I Matter, you utilize the alphabet. Why the alphabet? Well, it's something, it's like, that's my thing when it comes to kids, because I, I, you know, I was a substitute teacher, and I just used to see A is for apple, B is for boy, and I'm like, oh, my God, that, that's it's so cliche, and so I wanted to change it up, and so in my book, like, the first letter is like, I am awesome, and then you're like, you B, I am brave, and then, you know, I just put M, I matter. I matter because I need the kids to write down, you know, why they matter. F, legendary. Words that they don't hear every day. Words that they only see, like, you know, celebrities and superstars say about themselves. You can say that about yourself, too. You got to claim it. You got to see things before they all, they come, you know, come to fruition. I I can't get the word out of my mouth. But (laughs) you got to, you got to see it before it even happened. So I just went through the alphabet because I just felt like it's a creative way of, you know, getting kids to still understand the alphabet or also learning new words. Not average words. Now these words is affirmation and they're positive words, words that some kids might not really hear all the time. You're absolutely like, you telling the truth. Yeah, I, I just forgot. A is for alphabet, for books, C is for cat, D is for dog, you know, E is for yeah. elephant, you know, G is for giraffe. You know, I'm just going through, <laughs> I've forgotten about all those words that was tied to a letter. And you just go, okay, let, let's just let's, let's give different words. Let's advance this a little bit more. Let's, let's, words that mean something. Who sees an elephant unless you go to a zoo? Who sees a giraffe unless you go to a zoo? Put words in there. Awesome. You know, 
Those are, these are words that, that, that a kid needs to see. This is what we call, uh, as they say, uh, you put on your mirror affirmation statements that make you feel good about yourself and make you uh, embolden you to be a better person than you were the day before. That's awesome. I, I really appreciate that because that, that was a trigger for me because I forgot. When I asked you that question, I forgot that A is for Apple, B is for, you know, <laughs> I forgot that little simple rhyme that's stuck in my head all these years was really married to if you you're trying to say let's let's put new words in there let's put new words and these new words are, in, are words that that matter emotionally these that they will uplift you they will motivate you to be a better person and think you can do better things with your life awesome awesome hello Yes, I hear. Uh, oh, actually, I, I, I hope I didn't frighten you. There. I said, "Awesome!" <laughs> I was just, I was just chilling. I was just that. That's I'm on fire with that. That's great. That that's really a that's an impressive uh, approach to the whole matter. I'm like, I'm I'm almost mad that I'm I'm just stuck on that the whole process. I need these new words. Yes, I don't know. Uh, I just thought it'd be a better spin to it. Is this a better a a much better? Uh, much better, and this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put your book link to purchase in my newsletter that goes out this week. It goes out to ninety thousand subscribers, okay? And I am going to post you on my social media because this is a brand that needs to be um, taken very seriously. The approach and the new, and really kind of like reeducating ourselves on a new approach of how to perceive or to understand what the app prevents and bring new value to us in 2020, 2021, moving forward. Now, Ashley, great. Thank you for coming on my show. Thank you so much, Mr. McDonald. I, it was a pleasure and an honor to well, share this. Well, you know, it was, it was an honor because we got to have a good conversation. You got a, a conversation about me. You motivated me a little bit. You told me to step up. Don't worry about it, Rashawn. You know, it's all right. It's all right to let down reality and let let other people know that you 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 know that because we sometimes live a life of that, that pressure is interesting because you know you can get there and you go I can't let people know that I made a mistake or I can't let people know I'm flawed and all these things lead to trauma. All these lead to can lead to emotional setback, can lead to dysfunctional behavior and relationships, can lead to you uh, mistreatment of, of people that you love, can shut you down from communicating with your kids. And that's all you're saying. That's all this interview was talking about was being able to these understand these triggers. Sometimes you can control them if you recognize them early on. That's all you're saying, correct? Yes, I'm saying that. And I'm also saying that I'm going to take you up on the backyard fishing. I'm going to just tell you right now, don't you play with me, Ashley. Don't you I'm play not. with me. I'm going to tell you something. You, uh, I, when we hang up the phone here, interview, don't you go nowhere. I'm going to close out the show. I'm going to give you my cell number. I only have one cell number. I, you can't run me off my phone, okay? I don't change phones. And people, I'm so sick of these folks bugging me. Okay, you keep trying to bug me. I will just keep my number and keep answering going, hello? And so... <laughs> When you, when you, when you, when we, when we finish, wrap up this call, which we're doing right now, Ashley, I want to thank you for coming on my show. You're fantastic. She has a new book called I Matter, which is an interactive book of affirmation for the youth utilizing the alphabet, the alphabet A is for Apple. No, no, no. A is for awesome in her book. It explores positive words that uplift and encourage all readers. I Matter allows you to customize the confirmation and reinforce to our youth how great they are. Ashley, thank you for coming on my show. Thank you for having me.
Cool. If you want to hear more money making conversations, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.